Hey guys, welcome to Chat with Kat. I'm your host, Catherine Valsi, and today will be my second episode. I was overwhelmed by the love and support I received on my first episode. I was not expecting you guys to like it that much, and I can only hope that you like my next episodes just as much. So today we're going to be talking about dealing with depression. Depression is a common and serious illness that interferes with a person's thoughts, emotions, and behavior in their daily life. And at first, I was very nervous to talk about this topic because I know I have a lot of followers dealing with depression, struggling in a storm, in a dark place, in a hard place, right? And they're turning to me for a positive word or advice. And I'm like, well, I'm not a therapist. I'm not a licensed psychologist. I don't even have the degrees yet. I'm, I'm just studying. But then I took a step back and I was like, Hmm. What better person to talk about depression than someone that struggles with it, right? Um, I was diagnosed with depression at age 17, and I think that will come as a shock to a lot of people that know me personally or even just watch my videos because I have a very bubbly, positive, goofy personality, and that doesn't really match the description of someone that struggles with depression for a lot of people. So that's why I really want to emphasize that depression can present itself in many ways. Depression can look like not getting out of bed, not eating, not taking care of yourself, isolating, just not you. But it can also look like you're doing everything normal. Everyone thinks everything's okay. But deep down inside, you know you don't enjoy the things that you used to anymore. You feel lonely around a group of people that love you. You just don't feel like you. You don't have that same motivation, that same drive. But it can also look like everyone thinks everything's just fine. High-functioning depression. I think it's like that's what I do. Everyone wouldn't notice a thing. They wouldn't think a single thing is off. But you know that when you get home and it's dark and you're alone and it's night, it's a whole different battle, a whole different fight. And so not every depressed patient looks the same. And so I want to make that really, really clear. And I also know how hard it is to struggle with a mental illness and be a person of color, especially to be a Black person and struggle with a mental illness. I wrote a research paper for my psychology. Actually, no, it was my TSEM class all about this. And this was my thesis, right? Depression continues to present itself within the lives of Black high school students in increasingly alarming numbers. However, this often goes undiagnosed due to socioeconomic status, mental health stigmatization in the community, and lack of access to resources. So I say all this to say that I know that struggling with depression alone is hard, but struggling with depression as a minority even harder. Now you add on being black even harder than add on being a black woman or a black man, it comes with its own struggles. And so I just really wanna make it clear that I understand how hard it is before we get right into what I wanna talk about. So today I'm gonna be discussing how on a daily basis, I want us to say yes when our depression says no. Because the truth of the matter is, life is gonna present us with many challenges. This won't be our only fight. We're going to face many struggles, many dark seasons, storms, 
And we've got to equip ourselves with the right tools to fight back, keep going, and ultimately bounce back. I think depression can be a silent killer. And of course, I'm always going to recommend therapy. I'm always going to recommend seeking out a professional. I think it can be so beneficial, helpful. I think it's great. But I wrote a whole paper about this. Therapy isn't always, actually, therapy is not very accessible for everybody. Therapy can be very expensive. It can be hard to find the right person under your insurance. And I know that a lot of therapists are booked up right now. It's just tough. And then if you're told to be put on medication, I know that finding the right medication that works for you can also be hard. So today, I'm not going to continuously bring up how therapy is the answer because I know that it's not always that accessible. And so this is what I was doing on a daily basis when it wasn't really an option for me at the time and how I was fighting it off without that. Um, And so I really want to emphasize that with depression, baby steps is key. Baby steps is the right way to go because when you're depressed, a lot of things can seem very overwhelming because often when you're depressed, it comes with a lot of anxiety. Sometimes people get both as a diagnosis. They sometimes come hand in hand and you want tasks that do not appear like the hardest thing in the world to do. You wanna break them down, baby steps. And even fighting depression is baby steps. It's not gonna happen overnight. You're not gonna have a great day. Nope, I'm not depressed. That's not how it goes. It's, it's, it's not like that. But I think that baby steps is the answer. And for example, like for example, if I said, oh, cleaning my room seems like a lot. Baby steps would be, hey, let's just put away all the clothes that are out today and make our bed today. And then tomorrow we can do X, Y, and Z. So that's like a perfect example of like how you could break down a task so it doesn't seem overwhelming. So first things first, on a daily basis, your mindset is powerful. And I know you've probably heard this a lot, but how's your mindset right now? Are you allowing your brain to trick you into believing that this is forever, that you won't overcome it? What's going on? What are you telling yourself? What are you internalizing? What do you believe? Because you might deal with depression your whole life, but depression having the upper hand is temporary and we have to watch what we say, right? I talked about this in the last episode, that self-talk is crucial. And so I really want you guys to say, no, I've got this, but I don't want you to suppress your feelings and act like everything's okay and tell yourself, I'm fine, you're good, you're fine, because that's just not true. It's turning the sentence around and saying, hey, I'm not okay, I'm not fine right now, but I've got this. Do you guys see the difference? I want you to be in tune with your emotions, but I just don't want you to stay there. When dealing with depression, I highly, highly recommend that getting in the shower is one of the first things that you do. And this is because I truly believe that a shower is therapeutic for our body, mind, and soul. Showers literally can increase your energy, change your mood. You're allowing the water to wash you of all the dirt from the day. You get out feeling nice, feeling clean. You smell good. And you guys can't even lie to me. When you get out of the shower, you're more likely to continue on about your day 
to actually maybe go outside, to do things on your to-do list, to not cancel your plans. I've had days where I just wake up, not it. I don't want to film. I don't want to talk to anyone. I want to be in bed all day. But I get in that shower and I get out and I'm like, hey, taking on the day just doesn't seem as hard anymore. So I highly recommend it's not a shower, splashing your face with some water, something, something. I think this is crucial. Now, I know everyone talks about this, but I just want to emphasize how important it is to move your body, to allow blood flow, to get fresh air, get outside, let the sun touch your skin, get that sunlight. There's actual chemical changes that are taking place in your brain when you're outside and in touch with nature, when you're moving, when you're receiving vitamin D from the sun. There's serotonin, endorphins, dopamine being released. There's so much going on. And we want all of that. We want those neurotransmitters because often with depression, we're lacking. There's a chemical imbalance. That's what a lot of the medications are, SSRIs, as the serotonin. So we can find the ways to give our body that on a daily basis. And if you notice, that's a lot like that's where seasonal depression stems from the lack of sun, the lack of vitamin D. There's a lot of other things, but I just, it's, it's important. There's science behind it, there's research behind it. And I just want as many neurotransmitters flowing <laughs> as possible. And I know that not all of my followers are fortunate enough to be able to go on a peaceful walk in their neighborhood or they're able to step out on their porch and feel some sun or just have a nice environment outside of their home to be in nature in. And so I'm going to give different alternatives because I do get people saying, hey, I can't do that. So what do you recommend? And so just like you're sitting here and listening to my podcast right now with your phone on that same phone, we can look up yoga on YouTube, uh, yoga routine or whatever it would be. Um, or you can look up meditation or you can look up a stretch something that you can prop your phone up in your room or wherever you are and follow that. You're still moving. You can put on music. You can dance to it. You're moving. There's endorphins there, an indoor workout. If you're able to crack a window, if you're able to open up your blinds, get sunlight, there's alternatives. It doesn't all have to be outdoors. Of course, that's what I'm recommending but there is alternatives that are still going to give you that feel-good feeling and they're still going to help you on a daily basis. Next, I want to talk about how powerful music is, right? Music can literally save lives. Music, I feel like music is felt in your soul. Music is a huge mood uplifter. I mean, but music can also be a downer. You can put on your sad playlist and cry all day, but I want to switch it around. I want you to make a playlist full of songs that is just your feel-good playlist, that every song on there is a song you love. It's, it's, some of your, it's your favorite songs, actually. And that when you put on that playlist, <laughs> you just start to feel good, get to moving, and slowly, you might even start smiling. Like, that happens with me. I just might not be having the best day. 
it's tough, right? I just showered or whatever. I'm just not feeling it. And I put on my feel good playlist. And next thing I know, I'm smiling. I'm in a whole different mood. And so you all deserve to have that feel good playlist. And so let's make that and let's play that on days that are really, really hard. Next, I want to talk about how much depression can make you want to isolate yourself from the people you love or the people that love you. You sometimes don't want anyone to know what you're going through or you don't know how to communicate what you're going through. You don't know how to tell people, I need help. I'm suffering right now. Or you love them, but for some reason and you don't know why, you just don't want to be around them. I want you to fight off that inner voice that tells you you're a burden, that tells you that you reaching out and asking for help is a burden. You're no burden, right? You should be able to reach out to the people that love you and tell them, hey, this is what's going on. I need help. I need support. I need love. Friendships and relationships to support you and love you will be there for you. They'll listen to you. They'll care for you. And if they're not on that type of time, or you even think, hey, uh, I just know they're not gonna, they're not gonna do much, they're not gonna say much, then I need you to reevaluate their position and their relationship in your life because that's no friend. That's not someone that cares about you and that loves you. And now granted, people have their own things going on as well. And so I know a lot of people are like, I just don't want to add anything to their platter. But it's not that you need to tell them, like just spill everything out, but just saying, hey, I'm not all the way okay right now. Or saying, hey, the times where I'm just ignoring you and I'm not responding, I'm just going through something and I need you to understand that. I think that communicating it to the people you love can kind of lift something off of your chest because it's hard to keep it all inside. And trust me, I'm saying all of this, but I need to take my own advice. I think I'm the queen of doing this. I think I'm <laughs> the, the main person to have silent battles. I could have cried all night and you would see me the next day and have no idea. Um, and that's not good. <laughs> That's not good. We need to let people in. We can't do it all, all by ourselves. That's just, we, we need to let people in. Um, and I even have strangers in my DMs and I respond to you guys and I help you guys as much as possible because <laughs> who wouldn't, you know? Next, I want you guys to engage in activities that you thoroughly enjoy. And I don't want you to care if people think that they're weird. I don't want you to care if people are judgmental or if social media has said this is not acceptable, blah, 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 blah. I want you to do it because you enjoy it and it's for you and you're fighting your own battle so you get to do what you want to do and what you enjoy. I know that I was in a really hard place. I mean, I've been in multiple, but I'm just going to talk about March 2020 because that's what you guys are already familiar with. Surprisingly enough, getting up and making these short little dance videos for TikTok, right, and the little skits that I started off with, it was fun. It was making me happy. And I had a lot of people like, oh, you're making TikTok videos. Like, oh, why are you like, you know, or just 
a lot of judgmental things, but I knew, hey, this is an activity that I enjoy and I'm having fun or hiking or reading or journaling or just, I want you to do things that you like. If it's baking, um, if it's cooking your favorite meal, going on a drive, finding fun in the simple things, I don't know, but I just want you to do things that make you happy, that make you enjoy and love life. Next, I want to talk about how important your nutrition and diet is when you're dealing with depression. And like everything else I said, I know that healthier food, nutritious food, healthier lifestyle is not always accessible. I know that it's easier to slide to McDonald's, grab this like huge meal full of all this unhealthy food, right? For like five, six, seven dollars. But to get something healthy, nutritious, everything that I'm saying is normally a lot more expensive and that's a problem that needs to be fixed. But within the power that you have, I want you to try and make conscious food decisions because I'm just going to give you this example. So if I go downstairs having a hard day, I'm like, you know, you guys know how it is. And I grab, for example, a bowl of fruit or I grab some protein, maybe some rice or some pasta and some vegetables and I eat that. I'm more likely to, like I said, do the things on my to-do list, continue on about my day, stay in a stable mood. But if I were to go downstairs, grab ice cream, grab popcorn, grab hot Cheetos, grab fries, grab a burger, my mood is more likely to become unstable. My energy is more likely to drop. Me continuing on about my day is less likely to happen. I'm more likely gonna go upstairs, get under my covers and go back to sleep, or I'm going to get irritable, or I'm going to have some type of stomach issue. It's just important that when you're dealing with depression, that you're watching what you're putting in your body that can help or harm you. Similar to the activities you're engaging, engaging in, this is Basically, they go hand in hand and hydrating your water intake. I know it all seems like, oh, this is just a lot to manage, but that's why I said baby steps. You don't have to attack it all at once. These are slow lifestyle changes that you can begin to incorporate, but it's starting to be aware that you need to make those changes and what type of changes it is. Finally, I want to talk about how there's a lot of artificial fillers out there. And when I say artificial, you guys know that means fake. And so I'm talking about things such as drugs, alcohol, social media, sex, the wrong type of people, the wrong crowd. I mean, you name it. Activities, things that you engage in for feelings of happiness. But the reason why I call them an artificial filler is that they can only provide you temporary happiness. But I understand when you're depressed, that temporary happiness means everything because it's been really hard to find things that make you happy. But I'm pushing you. I'm actually practically begging you to find things that give you true joy, happiness, and purpose. Things that are not artificial, that truly fill you up. I want you to find things that contradict everything your depression tells you. Because if we're being honest, 
Depression can start to tell you that you don't matter, that this fight is getting hard, that it's getting lonely, that you've done it for so long, and that it's just seeming easier to give up and give in. The fighting just seems too hard, that living doesn't seem so great anymore, right? We've all started to have those thoughts, okay? And I know, and that breaks my heart that we've had those thoughts. But when you find activities that give you purpose, that give you meaning, that give you love, it contradicts all of that. For example, back, like I said, I'm going to refer to March 2020, when I was starting to have those thoughts, I was like, hey, um, I keep dealing with this same fight and I'm getting tired (laughs) and I don't really see a need to keep on living if it's going to be like this. That was honestly my thoughts. Um, And so I was making those videos. I was posting them. I started to get comments like, hey, you motivate me. You inspire me. I really like these videos. These videos make my day. And so all of a sudden, like I said, I had something to contradict those thoughts it was like, hey, no, actually, I do matter. And actually, there, there is a reason for me to be here. And actually, this fight is worth it, you know? And yours may be different. Actually, it probably is different. But I need you to find something. And those videos don't give me temporary happiness. When I post that stuff and when I'm doing these stuff, I'm doing, when I'm recording this podcast, doing things that I love, things that I think align with my purpose here on this earth, I'm filled up completely. I'm literally so whole and no artificial filler would give me that. So I urge you to do the same and to look for things that are outside of the artificial filler range. So if you've made it to this part of the episode, it's safe for me to assume that you may be struggling right now, right? You may be going through a storm, a rough patch. You may deal with depression yourself. And I don't know which one it is. I don't know you personally. But what I know 100% is that you've got this, that you weren't sent a single thing that you can't handle. I promise you, you never you never will be sent anything that you can't handle, that you're going to see it through to the other side, that you can do anything you set your mind to, that you matter, that you're loved, that you have purpose, that your life is worth living. I don't want you to let that voice in your head tell you any different. But when it does, I want you to contradict it. I don't want you to internalize that. You matter. And I know you're tired. I know you're tired. I know. But it's worth it. This fight is worth it. You've got a big life to continue to live. Okay? You have purpose. And you need to be here. You need to see it through. And I don't know, it's heavy, heavy on my heart. Even choosing this topic was heavy on my heart. Um, So I know people need to hear this. And trust me, it breaks my heart that many of you may be going through this alone. I want to reach through the screen and hug all of you. Um, I want you to stay here 
And I want you to live a happy, joyful life. I don't want your life to be filled with this struggle. Um, so I really need you to hear me on this, hear me on everything I'm saying. You might be like, girl, you're rambling, but it's important that you know that you matter, that you know that you've got this, that you know that you have an amazing life set ahead of you and you've got to keep going, right? Um, so that's all for this episode. That's all I wanted to talk about. I hope that you guys enjoyed this. I hope that you took something from this. I hope that it helped you in one way or another. I want to post my episodes on Sunday nights or Monday mornings so that you guys have something to go into the week listening to. And so I hope you have a great week. I will see you in my next episode. Wait, if you're still here, if you like this episode and if you like my other episodes, please leave me a positive review. It will mean the world to me. DM me if you have any topics that you're dying to hear me talk about. I got you. Have a great week. I'll see you in my next episode.